Hello and welcome to Sword and Board Presents. The board will be with you, always. I'm Luke, and with me is my very best friend, Matt, who I've known since I was three years old, and this is our long-form commentary of every Star Wars theatrical release. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Oh, you know, I'm great. I uh, just kind of rolled in here. I was like, you know what I really need in my life right now? I need a bunch of Phantom Menace and just everything <laughs> else that comes along with it. So I'm, right? I'm jazz, man. I'm ready. Okay. So this is going to be a little bit different than our uh, normal episodes, and by a little bit different, I mean it's going to be a completely different thing entirely. Um, we're actually going to be watching the uh, the theatrical releases of the Star Wars films in chronological order in universe. Uh, we're this you'll be watching along with us. We'll tell you when to start your uh, start the copy of your movie. We're going to be watching it. Um, Online, so I'm gonna read off a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and that should get you right about the right time to start the, uh, to start your uh, start your um, a good point to sink at. Okay, so Matt, if you will do the honors, play. <laughs> <laughs> so when is the last time you saw this? For reference, oh, last night. Well, let's be honest. Um, growing up. You know, we all had the VHSs, so uh, this was one I would regularly put on, for sure. Um, definitely wasn't at the top. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Nailed it. Star Wars. Yeah. You know, say what you will about, about this movie and all of them, no theme song will get you as hype as this. Oh, no, yeah, you blare that John Williams 24-7, man. <laughs> So you're saying this was one that you watched a lot as a kid? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was thinking about this, and although definitely watched the older films first, and you know, built my love around Star Wars there. You know, we I think these hit us at the for at least for me, it hit me at a very formative time. So I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a I'm a prequel apologist. I don't care. Uh, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I will be. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of patting on each other's backs here, I think, because although I do have a lot of gripes, of course, with these films, they're very near and dear to my heart just because of, yeah, just, you know, you, you have so many limited movies growing up, and this was definitely one I just played on repeat. Saw in the theaters for sure when it first came out. And uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I remember opening day, I was there, and at, <laughs> at what was it? Was it the Monarch or the Regal? Probably the some, Regal, some, at least yeah, for me. Some feet. Yeah, some theater in New Orleans. It was a big. It was the first um, stadium seating theater I'd ever been to. It was crazy. I had a, I had a, a, a surge icy the whole time. So I was just wired. A, a wired twelve-year-old boy watching a watching a brand new Star Wars movie. Oh man, that sounds like peak enjoyment right there. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> but I, I can still remember, and I don't know if this is my roast in tinted glasses, but like everyone's like quietly anticipating everything. Uh, it was, it was just nuts. How, how much hype was around this movie? Oh God. Right. And I remember the, the backlash on this was pretty hard. Yeah. And I, and I've always said that the only problems with, with these, the only problem with it, with this movie is there's a little bit too much Jar Jar. Everything else that's wrong with it can be a, applied to the other movies in the series uh yes yes and no um i also think this suffers a little bit from lack of editing in a way because really what saved the first star wars film was just george george lucas's wife just being a master editor 
and just yep. having such a perfect eye for like how to flow between everything this movie i was looking up it's like kind of long and i'll be honest it's it's a little bit of a snoozer in parts but you know what you're right i think a lot of that can be applied to some of the films i just wish it was i don't know a better balance like the other films the other films felt like a, not only were they part of a series but they're only they're they had their own kind of beginning middle and end and it just you yeah. never kind of had a chance to to really uh I guess fall asleep <laughs> because everything was just kind of always pushing forward um, i know this is gonna sound weird but i've never noticed it the chairs in this scene look like the battle droids oh yeah they've got the same kind of they've got the same kind of like uh swoopy um swoopy lines to them yeah um, that actually leads into something that i absolutely enjoy about this film because i'll, I'll definitely start it with the positives first because i'm I'm a, I'm a glass half mm. full guy um is the art design or just like the design and just the world in general i think is fantastic it's it's a little cleaner than i would have liked for star wars but at the same time yeah just everything between the like the design of the battle droids was awesome um i think they nailed the look of the jedi the droids like just everything yeah um i don't know for, i guess from that perspective i mean the heavy reliance on cg is a little meh but at at the time, it was like holy cow! Like this whole movie so, is literally a green screen, and everyone was like off the floor. Um, and some, you know, good and bad, right? Some people were like, "This so, isn't so any, I'm actually, anything like the movie, I'm, like the original." No. But yeah. So on top of being a being a, a Phantom Menace prequel apologist, I also am sort of a CGI apologist. Yeah. And one, the some of the puppets they used in this look awful, like the Yoda puppet. Yeah, is, is, I'll always is, take a Yoda puppet before a CG Yoda, to be honest. Even if it's a shit one, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. No. I, I don't know. It is pretty um, bad, and I'll be honest. I think this is a these versions. I know they went back and you know, you know, classic Luke is. He's like, you know, I'm just gonna take out huge swaths of this movie and replace it with something else. Is I think this is the Yoda puppet version. Um, oh. Which I'm I'm all for, so <laughs> we'll that's, have to gauge your reaction okay. when we, it comes on the screen. Yeah. I know. Uh, well, see, Test your love I, for the films. I, <laughs> what I want to know is, um, I just with the CG thing, with the CG apology, I say I um, something I've always wondered. I absolutely love this bit where the lightsabers ignite. Oh yeah, and the the board, the, cool. the droids are fucked. Is it's it's fantastic. I know people really um, get annoyed by the droids' personalities, but I think it, in a large large parts, it's it works very well as a counterbalance to like, yeah. some of the seriousness and setting up and setting up scenes like, like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like droids haven't had a personality in every film before this, right? And it was funny too. If you go I, back I, to that scene, like everyone's like complains about the CG, but those are all practical droids. I'm pretty sure. So, a, a lot of or at least a really good yeah or yeah really good render. I don't know. And that's a if they can trick me, I mean that's clearly a CG droid. Yeah, I just don't want to be. Practical effects are are great. Yeah. Like um, I will say I'm not saying that they're not good. However, like this, uh, I'm assuming this is a practical. Not lightsaber, but heat effect, um, somehow, because that looks gorgeous. But what I mean is, I will never want an actor to actively put themselves in the, in harm's way for my enjoyment. Yeah, that's not that's not cool to me. So if we can do it safely and make it look good, but there's a whole argument to be said that the reason why CGI doesn't look good is we're constantly trying to cheapen it because VFX artists, uh, to my knowledge, aren't union. They aren't. I, 
never figured that. Hey, they they should definitely get theirs because they do some pretty yes. amazing work. They put a lot of long hours in. Um, Is that the only four speed in the entire in the entire? Yeah, series? and I'll be honest, it doesn't look great. <laughs> You know, it really doesn't. <laughs> because if you don't know what that is, you're just like, why does it look so jank, man? It's like they <laughs> missed a few frames. I, I will say like the wor the not the worst, but the most disappointing thing about this film is we don't get more Liam Neeson in other movies. Yes, yeah, we just get kind of the the voices and the Force ghosts, and you're just like, come on, dude, he was like the highlight of these films. He was he's like yeah. Jedi incarnate, man, space hippie all the way. Absolutely, and I will I I love this this view screen. It's it's an attempt to do a view screen that isn't. It's a different kind of technology. It looks different from the, the 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 holograms that we see all the time. Yeah. But it also it's it's just alien looking. And yeah. if one thing about Star Wars is that everything looks alien and different, like Yeah. I mean I could definitely go wax poetically about how much I like Star Wars over Star Trek and I definitely don't want to open those can of worms, but that is definitely <laughs> one of the things is like I like us I like I like aliens that look like aliens, right? That not just some weird kind of shit on their their nose or whatever and i know it's a completely uh, different universe and discussion but i mean i like this just because of the friggin um nemoidians are just so goofy and i, I mean sure yeah. we'll talk about the <laughs> the uh, yeah. uh the blatant uh potential racism in them and others other things in these films but um I, but I, I, I like them I, I the crazy thing about these films dude is i'm i'm one of the jerks who read a lot of the books right and mm -hmm. you, what you'll find very, very quickly when you read these books is like, oh, it, and the same thing with the toys and all the merchandise. It's like they'll take like a minor thing that was like probably some prop guys like, I don't fucking know. I'll just take a Norelco razor, right? And I'll turn it into a communicator. And then you'll read the book and there's like this paragraphs of just explaining the back history of all these things. So what that kind of does is you kind of grow to love these kind of stupid, like the Moidians, like, I know things about these guys and I've, they have this whole history and things. So it's, it's crazy to look at these films, I guess is my point, and not think about all these other things. And, you know, a nerd like me who, you know, definitely goes off the deep end sometimes. Um, yeah, it's just, no, it I just helps entirely. build that love, right? I mean, and you can kind of forgive it for some of its faults, but right. maybe not the and racism, I, but. <laughs> no, no, God, no. And I don't understand how people can't, see like okay that the the lander over the the thing doesn't look fantastic but it still looks really good and yeah. some of the overhead sweeping shots say what you will about george lucas but he can plan a shot to, for some magnificent shot work oh yeah and he, um, he, he's he's been known to really yeah definitely choreograph it all out and have like a purpose to things and, and a movement and flow to things so um mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think Naboo's great, uh, just an overall great planet, because it's like, you see a lot of desert planets and jungle planets, and this is just kind of like a beautiful pastoral planet. That's a kind of a counterpoint to this crazy-ass invasion. Uh, I mean, yeah, all these crazy and, creatures too, man. Far, and, farting all over the place. And everyone's favorite character in the whole world has just shown up. Yeah. Um, yeah, talk about and, blatant racism, potentially, right? <laughs> Blatant racism, and then there's the... Or overt. Oh, overt, yeah, might be better, a better way. Uh, and it's not even that bad. It's the... 
I mean, he I is, mean, as a kid, you don't pick it up, pick up on it, and then later on in life, you're like, ooh, yeah. I, interesting I, choice. Uh, interesting choice. Rodney maybe, Dangerfield. <laughs> maybe I'm not the the right uh, authority on this to speak to it, but at least from my perspective. What two white guys talking about racism? Yeah, why not? <laughs> but yeah, absolutely not. I'll just say that over the years he hasn't bothered me as much, but I totally see why he bothers or annoys people, but also might be offensive to other people. So I won't. Well, I won't die on that beach. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing that I don't that people seem to forget. Star Wars, at its core, is ultimately like a fantasy child's thing. Yeah. And he's a kid-friendly character. Yep. And, okay, well, you have to accept that Star Wars is... (laughs) It's not just for the men, it's for the women and the children, too. (laughs) It is true. It is absolutely true. Um, And he's very endearing, right? He's stupid, and he needs to be saved, right? He's, He's... just always getting into trouble. Um, he's a he's a dumber three PO. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked your idea of uh, you know how stereotypically Gungans are, are very stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I, and I don't think that's fair just because they have broken English. Clearly, they're this magnificent warrior race or what have you. But uh, right. your idea for like a an RPG character would be like a very well-spoken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it you know, high high minded uh Gungan, right? Touring the universe. Mm-hmm. I kinda like to see that. I wish they would do something like that. Like maybe in one of the T V series that Disney just churns out. Hey, I'm all for more Star Wars content. Yeah. And like and, and there's that uh and I've been rewatching Clone Wars uh off and on this whole year, and I got generally Spoilers if you haven't seen uh, um, Clone Wars, but uh, you watch General Tarples die, and it's really freaking you know heartbreaking. Like, oh great, I just watched a, a guy that I like the respectful. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That you know I you know if anything if I had a choice I wish I wish they had yeah canned Jar Jar and you know adopted Captain Tarples into their their fold in these movies. But yeah, yeah. Or had both, and then you had an interesting counterpoint of you have the kid-friendly character, and you have one who is more than just a one-note joke. Right, slapstick um, incarnate. Yeah, he. Uh, you get a little bit of that, of course, in this movie. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm a capable warrior." Uh, what are you? What are you, Jar Jar? Misa General. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's got to kind of question those Gungan uh, promotion nepotism. You know, rules. Yeah. <laughs> not a meritocracy, clearly. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. And it's interesting because it's not... It's like a, a a pigeon English, almost. Yeah, it's supposed to be, I think, like a Caribbean patois type of thing. I don't know. Um, but, again, I think they're that coupled with the fact that they're portrayed as kind of unintelligent well clearly they're not because they end up winning in the day right but at the same time i don't know i don't know how to feel well that's the whole (laughs) i don't know how to feel about it it's uncomfortable well boss well this is always fascinating to me boss nass is played by freaking brian blessed that's one and he's so yeah he is so reserved compared to everything else brian blessed has ever done 
Yeah, they, it's kind of missed opportunity a little bit, huh? Um, I kind of want him to be like big and more a bigger. Well, basically, he kind of looks like a bullfrog. He should be kind of bullfroggy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. A little more bombastic, honestly. You know, I, I want you know Flash Gordon levels of blind blessed if he's going to be in <laughs> if he's going to be in anything. <laughs> Well, I mean that would that would take it around. That would go full circle. Start. Uh, they um, Lucas wanted to make Flash Gordon. He couldn't make Flash Gordon, so he said, "Fine, I'll make my own Flash Gordon." And made Star Wars. <laughs> and he tracked down Brian Blessed and was like, "Here you go, be a frog." <laughs> and he can't get. He couldn't get Freddie Mercury. So yeah. Oh God, what would Freddie Mercury in a Star Wars movie look like? You want to know something terrifying? What? Uh, this is a little factoid I learned. Apparently. George Lucas was talking to Michael Jackson to potentially play Jar Jar Binks. And Michael Jackson didn't want to do it because it was all going to be CG. And mm-hmm. that would have just... I don't know. I don't think I could watch this movie <laughs> if Michael Jackson well, wasn't in it. There's so, there's so many... I, I would love to have seen those... Like, peek, on a, peek at a different timeline and see those movies that, that you love with it that are slightly different. Yeah. Like, um, have you ever seen Dragonheart? Yep, long time ago, for sure. Okay, one of my favorite movies. It's kind of terrible. Yeah, there's talk a, about bad CGI there's, for sure. Yeah. Yes, there's a timeline where the main human character isn't played by Dennis Quaid. It's played by Robin Williams. Ooh. Hmm. I think I wildly. I think that would have yeah. had a little more lasting power in the in the you know public uh, hive mind, if you will. If if Robin Williams was in it, uh, I mean nothing against exactly. Dennis Quaid, but it definitely would have changed the the tone of the whole thing, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably for the better. I don't know. Yeah, because he because Robin Williams is a mu- uh, was a much better actor. I think at least. Yes, a lot more range for sure. Um, yeah. This is something that's this is something that's never really sat well with me. Slash, I've never understood. Gungan technology doesn't quite make sense because they're yeah. they're amphibious. They can live on land and on water. Why do they live exclusively underwater? Except for, I mean, maybe they got forced underwater by the Naboo because that makes perfect sense, you know, based on, well, colonial the history of colonialism in the in you know the real world. Absolutely. Uh, but he's got a speeder, and I actually just solved my own problem. I was like, why do they have? Why do they need speeders? They can swim. Well, you, yeah, I can run everywhere, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get there very fast. Yeah, and they also have these big old. Apparently, gooberfish, <laughs> Night- <Yeah. laughs> nightmare uh, Cthulhu creatures. Uh, actually, that's that is a uh, an OPC killer, if I remember correctly, because I have the toy in a box in in my closet right now. Oh damn! Um, All right, scold <laughs> <laughs> me there, boy. <laughs> I just know I'm gooberfishes. Yeah, I, and yeah, this that's another thing about this planet. It's apparently it's hollow. Yep. Which is just weird to me. That yeah, doesn't make any sense. It, well, it's not. It's hollow in the, in, but it it's filled with water, right? Uh, which is an interesting planet, you know. Yeah, I mean, with everything I know about physics, which isn't a lot, uh, especially astrophysics, <laughs> is that really shouldn't work. But it works plot wise, I suppose. They can get from one side of the planet to the other. Although, if you have to wonder why he didn't just put, I mean, the Gungan city much closer to, you know, Naboo. I I don't know. Well, that's that. It's well, the journey, they I they land. It's just like, mm-hmm. and that's what they, I mean. Is like a lot of these things. I wouldn't want to have them cut, but I can see why it's like. Do we really need this right now? 
um, because yeah. we already get a really cool action scene once they get to the city. Um, and I don't know, stuff like that kind of, for me, slows the pace down a little bit. And you're, and that's where I think a lot of people just remember, you know, like the Senate debates. And it's like, I, it's, more, yeah, it's, more and, 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 it's more than that. It's more than that. Even though I, I like that, well, but it's like... I, I love that this movie... I, I remember about 10 years ago, the, the, the standard thought was that this wasn't going to age very well. Or that it hadn't aged well. Yeah. And now, looking at it in the harsh light of 2021, the prequels and their the slow rise to space fascism. Was, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's still and still the very and the end of Denak- sure. yeah, and wildly so. And somehow we had we didn't. No one saw that. We just saw the the Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Like you know, we grew up in the Bush junior years right so it's like mm-hmm. i want to say we saw um was it uh attack of the clones right and in the famous or it's not attack of the clones uh revenge of the sis the famous line you know that's how democracy dies with applause or whatever mm-hmm. with, like, with yeah man freaking cheney man <laughs> and it was kind of <laughs> true like it was certainly yeah. true in a lot of ways and yeah i mean it's i don't know it's on one side you're like oh yeah like totally okay her dress does she have like are those um are those fish tanks does she carry fish around her her feet you know maybe those her her good luck fish i don't don't know that's a good question (laughs) you should probably consult wikipedia (laughs) i i have vowed never to go back to wikipedia it's just that there are i appreciate the dedication of that fandom to wikipedia i really do yeah However, there is too much on there, and I can't do it anymore. No, no. I think it, it shows a lot of dedication that basically when Disney bought it, they're like, hey, guess what? Everything you wrote is wrong. And so everyone, they kind of just pulled themselves up by their bootstraps over there, and they rewrote the whole thing. They didn't get rid of the old stuff. They kept that because that's Legends now. Under the Legends, yeah. yeah. But they're like, okay, I guess someone's got to do this. <laughs> but you're right. It's like how you just go to like Luke Skywalker's page, and it's – pretty much a whole novel uh Mm -hmm. nobody got time for that and i i mean i've read a few of the few of the books and they're they're good but they're also varying quality i never noticed i what i wanted to know is what i've always wanted wanted to see like on page is the people who make the battle droids you've got the geonosians and you've also got the trade federation they don't look like either one of them so what's the initial what's the initial basis for their biped um their bipedal battle droids you'd think would look more like either the flying geonosians or the the nemodians oh yeah man uh as i was mentioning earlier basically if you wonder it someone has written about it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> um, I don't know so much about like the, the standard, was it the B1s, but I know the Droidicas are based off of yes. some like mythical centipede thing that may or may not be extinct now. Um, so I think probably the same thing with these droids. I, and I can't for the life of me remember. I, it's like the have tip of my seen... tongue. Of like, I'm pretty sure I've read that <laughs> somewhere. Have you ever have you ever read um, Darth's and Droids? Uh, I think a long time ago, for sure. Um, yeah, it's one of those things I meant to meant to go back to multiple times, but I never have. I just remember them going nuts over the uh, the chancellor here, partly because he's a chancellor and he has a goatee, like he's obviously evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, I mean, this is the this is the point in in every Assassin's Creed video game and every Metal Gear Solid video game and every Splinter Cell where you are doing your best to stealth your way through and then it all goes completely off the rails and you have to kill everyone. Not me, man. Uh, I'm safe scummer <laughs> all the way. <laughs> but no, Jedi are not really known for their stealth. Uh, some of them are, like our good buddy well, Quinlan Vos. They're, they're trying to, yeah. Quinlan Voss, who's known for known for falling to the dark side on roughly a weekly basis. Yeah, mostly for chicks. Little... But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, they go to they go to to stealth their way slash trick their way onto the ship. Yeah, they were and... so close, man, so close. So they're going to Coruscant. Oh yeah, Coruscant all the way. Fuck this. I I I remember I remember. <laughs> I'll die on that beach, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know the English language no, to know enough to be like, okay, sant, but I, I mean, but it's except, obviously established that it's sant, but I, I as a kid, I'm, right? You, you don't ever, we didn't, didn't see course scant. Uh, no just, one said it. You just had to develop that word in your mind. Yeah. And that's for me how and, it came out. <laughs> yeah. And I, I believe I'm on the, on the, I was in the same page as you, yeah. but no one ever said it. Yeah. And here's the, here's another weird thing. Like, uh, yes, it's a made-up place name, but guess what? Literally, they're all made-up place names. Paris is a made-up place name. Yeah. London. Calais or Calais. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because we're not from Maine. Um, Madrid. <laughs> Madrid. <laughs> oh. Which Does Madrid even exist anymore, or is it back down to being like RU15? Oh, I don't know. All I know it, is that when I go to China, there really aren't any good Chinese restaurants. I st- I'm I'm sad that in my move I lost that magnet of that of that uh p- that sign, what that road sign. There's a road sign. Oh, you, oh, you know, oh, the, yeah, the, you the know one the one I'm like, talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, there's Belgrade over here, and for sure in Nor- Poland Norway, and China. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else well, is like, mag- I'm not from Maine. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I have a uh, I have a, I had a magnet of that years ago, and in some move I lost it. I'm uh, still disappointed by that. I'm sure you could eBay it. Anyway. Yeah, but that's not the point, Matt. I know. I, I've lost so many of my memorabilia over the years, and I, I'm sad about it. A lot of it by choice. Star- a lot of it not by choice. <laughs> Star Wars, if you... Uh, Star Wars, huge. Star Wars, if you let R2-D2 do anything he wanted. About five pages long. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker got jetpacks, man. He can do anything. He can fly. Flamethrower. Hands, hands down the most competent character in the entire series. Yeah, and he's also knows not when to not snitch, man. He <laughs> that, that I mean, yeah, that's a that is a a plot hole, but at the same time, it is. I don't think it's really a plot hole because uh, he knows not to say anything because he'll, he's he's going to get a baby killed. Yeah, and I think it's always been assumed that maybe they they were wiped between prequel and regular um, trilogy potentially, um, and also that the longer a droid goes without having the memory wiped, the more quirky they get quirky. yeah and eccentric so yeah. maybe he just doesn't give a shit he's like an agent of chaos <laughs> and well, that's why why specific... darth vader rose yeah. to, to, it really you know everyone likes to blame darth jar jar right um yeah but maybe it was r2d2 not to uh to shift the narrative here say what you will about um every other villain in the series darth maul is actively terrifying he is and like many uh, cool characters in star wars a little bit of a wasted 
opportunity. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but Ray Park was awesome because very minimal speaking lines, which was probably good. But to his benefit. Yeah, but awesome choreography. Like the guy is yeah. he basically invented like cinema's you know, uh lightsaber duels. Yeah, and he, he looks he looks menacing. Yeah. He doesn't say anything as you just mentioned. What he does say, they used a different actor to to dub in his voice for. Yeah, isn't he like? Um, is he Australian? No, I th- he's Austral English. <laughs> there you go. I don't actually, <laughs> cast the widest net. Not American. I've seen him in stuff. Did, have you ever seen uh, Shaun of the Dead? Uh, of course. Yep. Okay, so you know the jerk roommate who, uh, not Sean or um. Oh, the other guy, but the jerk roommate who turns into a zombie and who hates him. Sure, I think so. It's been a while. Yeah, that's the vo- that's the voice of Darth Maul. Oh, okay. Interesting. I was getting there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where does this connect? Okay, and in, in, in my as a kid, I didn't even notice. Like, I'm like, oh, that's just his voice. But then you hear Ray Park speak, and you're like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way that's him. <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll be the first to say this. Actually, I won't be probably. But I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. ashamed of this. Is that Everyone's like, oh, you know, uh, Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley, they just look so alike. It, it's like crazy. And I'm like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? These guys are kind of <laughs> going out of their way to notice that, uh, you know, when they do their, their uh, twins, you know, sort of swap mm-hmm. out that they're like, oh, surprise. <laughs> it's like it's some sort of secret as a kid. I'm like, what? They, they look, they, they look, they look like alike the because I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they look like because every uh, female protagonist in Star Wars is the same. Man, that's They're true. all young, skinny brunettes. Can I just say, though, if I was a queen, I would totally chrome out my spaceships as well. Absolutely. it is the Chrome is the way to go. If you're going to go excessive, go excessive. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All these ships, all the Nubians are like, chef's kiss. Mwah. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Nubu star. Nubian. Yeah, Nubian. <laughs> back, back in the desert. I, I get they want to have... I get they want to have Jar Jar as a character. I really do. You have just put an aquatic amphibian person in the worst place for him in the world. Yeah. He is going to be the whiniest, most obnoxious person because he's going to be thirsty this entire time. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, Give him some sunscreen. I, I love how... Uh, Qui-Gon is literally cannot stand his presence <laughs> most of the time. He's yep. like, be, you know, I'm mostly just, you know, uh, putting up with you because I'm a Jedi and I have to. Because <laughs> you're a living creature. Otherwise, you're... I would not hesitate to leave you on this dirt ball. Uh, just all the things going on in the background of these movies is so... Oh, yeah. That... That's what I mean. It's, like, and That's what I, I love about Star Wars. It's like, alien planets look alien and um Mm -hmm. and just weird small details and my favorite is the stupid ice cream guy from the ice cream machine guy from uh cloud city empire strikes back it's like oh yeah dude in the background (laughs) just carrying an ice cream maker yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's like in in mando there was in one background in uh in one scene there was a guy who just accidentally stumbled a little bit too close into frame and he was just wearing (laughs) jeans and a t-shirt i like the next day someone had mocked up like an action figure for him it was amazing well and what sucks is i'm pretty certain disney's gonna pull him out oh they are i think they already did i I think i went but they should have left people loved it they should have left him in yeah because that's star wars is full of little things like this yeah 
And here's like the, something like that... Like the nip slip from uh, Return of the Jedi? Yep. yep. <laughs> here's something that I, uh, I've been thinking about for a while. Yeah. Had this movie come out now, we would not have heard a word about this kid being Anakin Skywalker. What do you mean? I mean that we there would have just been um, Jake Lloyd would have his all of his credits before this before the movie started or before anything like that he would have been Slave Boy, and we would have like oh what's your name and we would have heard his name later. He's like my name's Anakin. He wouldn't have been in any of the promotional materials. Oh, you mean they would have been a lot more closed-lipped about it? Yes. Oh uh, yeah. And Jake Lloyd's Jake Lloyd acts like a kid. He's fine. Yeah, I mean he's not. I mean. Because this is obviously uh, this movie about space magic and and laser swords and in funny aliens. This is clearly a serious film for serious adults. <laughs> you know, we can't have our we can't have our child actors in it. Yeah, I'm I'm generally against child actors just because I think it's kind of weird. Uh, but of course, if you're gonna depict any sort of you know fiction or even nonfiction, you got to have kids because it'd be kind of a weird world without kids. But um. Yeah, it was a bold choice. I'll just leave it at that to have, you know, one of your main characters kind of a relative. I think this is more or less his first big role. Um, uh, he he quit acting after uh, like, yeah. this and another so, movie. It was so sad what, what people did and how he was treated. And Yeah. yeah. I think he ended up it having like, uh, some some health problems and things as well. That's yeah. with that what sucks. The only two movies I know him from are this and Jingle All the Way. <laughs> he was in Jingle All the Way. Yeah, he's the kid in Jingle All the Way. Oh wow! Well, and at it, least he got—he wasn't a one-note uh, uh, actor. He—he he got his second film. In yeah. There. Now, if you want to talk terrible racial stereotypes, oh, yeah. Watto is so much worse than than the Nemoidians, I think. Oh yeah. Mostly because we have actual character interactions with him. Yeah, and he definitely fits the stereotype, like the Dickensian you know, Jewish character or whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know. Um, Scruffy beard and a, and a large nose is really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. They could have, they could have done better. In fact, there are other, uh, Toydarian characters in star Wars that aren't so terrible. Aren't so bad. <laughs> and I like the, uh, the, the king of the Toydarians in, in the clone Wars oh, yeah. is awesome. Just like, and he gives Yoda a sword. He gives Yoda a sword. I think I did see that episode. It was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, they could have toned it down. Just, they could have toned Jar Jar down, being a yeah. being a calamity. <laughs> fucking bullshit happening in the background. Okay. Yeah. Uh, gonk droid. Sorry. Yeah, I had to get that one in there. See what I mean? Like, just a few things. You could just just cut it down a little bit. Are they speaking Huttese? Uh, I believe so. I should know that, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, and that is that is still a terrible line read. And I, I, even my defense of this movie and Jake Lloyd, that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that yippee, to your point, terrible. I mean, even, even uh, uh, Harrison Ford had bad line reads, but it made up for the fact yep. that he had really great line reads. So, um, can't say maybe the same for Jake Lloyd, but again, he's a kid. I'll give him a pass. Yep. It, it serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. A little too uh, kind of optimistic for my taste and, and happy-go-lucky, but I'm also just a, a downer of a person, so that's that's on me. <laughs> whoopee, whoopee. <laughs> it's like, Jar Jar, do you not have a concept of money? 
Do you have not have a concept of just self-control? Or just how disgusting you are. <laughs> Sabalba. <clears throat> I do love that he's just like this guy who's not capable of, of being threatening is just about to get the, the shit kicked out of him by a tiny little dude. Yeah. I, I, from what I know is like, yeah, Doug's aren't, you don't mess with them and obviously they're, you know, hyping them up right now, but it's like, I don't know. He has to get saved by a kid, you know, <laughs> what the fuck mm-hmm. Jar Jar, you gotta get your shit together, man. But Jar Jar's a Sith Lord, didn't you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I made mention I, I of that. I think that's obnoxious. I think that's kind of silly. I think mm-hmm. it is a little... You can look at the films and be like, okay, some of the stuff he was manipulated into doing, but I think any other character would have that you know, would have played that role. You know, like basically doing the vote of... Was it, did he do the vote of no confidence? Or basically... Uh, no, he 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 votes to give them the... Uh, to give the Chancellor um, uh, emergency oh, there powers. Yeah, fake... I'm a fake Star Wars fan over here. I forgot that. Um, I, I what I was talking about earlier uh, is you know we talk about great actors. Ewan McGregor, perfect, yes. perfectly cast for this. Um, I'm disappointed the Obi Wan show is only going to have like six or seven episodes. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear that. I was hoping. I was actually hoping just for a full blown movie, but then of course Mandalorian came around, and I'm like, wow, they can actually do this right. Um, go mm-hmm. to town. Make all the TV shows you want if they're going to be that good. I, I that's what I want longer form. I want as many t- stories as possible in this universe, yeah. particularly just like strange, offbeat things. I want, I want a story that is like the best one. Pitch me your Star Wars movie. Pitch me your Star Wars story that if you had uh, you had creative control of one. Oh, oh, easy, easy. And I and I, I'm, I'm optimistic, or I'm, I guess I'm I'm. I, I don't know. I, I I really hope they're doing this, and I know they're probably not. So I'm I'm fooling myself. But uh, leading into Thrawn, right? Between and this would almost if there can somehow tie Thrawn because he's he's definitely back in the universe, you know, in a couple mm-hmm. of different mediums. Um, and I'll I'll be honest, I don't know exactly where that leads to, but if they can somehow work that in as whatever they're doing with Mandalorian, maybe which may or may not be happening, I don't keep up with star wars news as much as i should um that may and i'll I'll be open right now is you know i'm not a fan of the new films that too much but if they have a way of tying that all together with thrawn maybe maybe i'll be back on board a little bit but yeah i would definitely be thrawn yeah (laughs) no joke (laughs) i um mine i want i want them to play up the night the jedi knight aspect yeah so what i would have would be a a Jedi Knight from the High Republic series uh, era. Oh yeah. Get frozen and car- get frozen in carbonite, and get reawoken a hundred years later in um, in the uh, the rise of the Empire, about the time before, like maybe during A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. So like he's a, like an it's Encino guy Man from- situation. That'd be. I was thinking Samurai Jack or Samurai Jack for sure. No, I, I think yeah. that'd be cool. Um, and then you could ha- have like a a nest of characters who would be, you know, he he's trying to learn about what happened in the intervening hundred years where yeah. the Republic is dead and the Jedi are gone, but he still has to save the world. Right. And I'd hate to, I hate making this parallel, but I that's part of why I, I kind of like the new Captain America because he's like this uh, kind of like pure condensed like you know 
perfect human oh, almost yeah. and he's basically lost to time and then he wakes up and he's like why are you guys all shit <laughs> you you why are the nazis still <laughs> what here what the hell man um so i could see that because like certainly the jedi of this era they're they do a lot of sitting around tables or i guess in their chairs yep. and circles doing powwows and it's like <laughs> do something Although the show, the Clone Wars, they do a whole lot more. But oh, they do a lot yeah. in the Clone Wars. That's that's true. But yeah, you couldn't have. I mean, they probably could, and they may have had an episode that was just them sitting around in a table, uh, around their table. <laughs> that would have been fascinating to watch. Yeah, like yeah, like uh, voting on um, like boring, boring old ordinances or something, or like <laughs> protocols. Oh, like, oh okay. The day you didn't the want to talk up. about Star. Yeah, you didn't want to talk about Star Trek earlier, but Star Trek works as a TV show much better than as a film because you have those boring people talking about their problems and working it out. Yes, and I will be honest. I love Star Trek for that reason. Um, yes, but when I come to space fantasy, I want. I don't want. I guess I don't want any of that. Right? I want lightsaber duels and. Yeah, I want my I want my laser swords. Damn it! Damn it! quick reflexes something that's well we'll get to it in a little bit because it's not it's not that time yet so we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit i i do really appreciate the he's just a kid he may be the the greatest threat this galaxy has ever known but he's still just a kid right now right and he acts like a kid and he's just a kind little boy and that's what makes the tragedy of Darth Vader because these the first six movies, we're not going to talk about the prequels, the the sequels just yet. Sure. But the first six movies are just about are just about uh, Anakin Skywalker. It just so happens that he changes who he is midway through, and our our point of view protagonist changes, but the actual protagonist of the first six movies is Darth Vader. Yes, yeah they they set it up right where. Yeah, he's this innocent little kid, naive and hopeful, and he's basically at the bottom of the barrel, right? He's a slave. Mm-hmm. And then he he's basically told, like, oh, you you have the potential to be great. And he's like, wow, all right, I'll do that. But just throughout his whole life, he just gets handed, like, you know, tragedy Bad after hands. tragedy. And, yeah. just, and he's just like, eventually he gets to the point, right, where he just breaks. And he's like, I'm done. I'm done, man. Mm-hmm. done doing pod races dude <laughs> dude pod races you gotta come back and it's it, gotta come back god pod racing was rad as shit yeah it was so were all the video games and of I, course. I, I don't i don't care about actual racing no I, I do not care i would be at every freaking pod race i could find oh yeah i'm i'm very sad in in the year 2021 we don't have some sort of equivalent it's almost like we failed at a, as a culture where we haven't advanced yeah. <laughs> our, our pod racing technology Yep. So Shmi Skywalker, best or worst mom ever? Um, probably best because she's doing what she can. Because again, they can't just escape or they blow up. Right. Yeah, and I gotta think like, what what is it to be a parent in the Star Wars universe? Like, clearly, there's no such thing as the nuclear family. <laughs> mm. And so it's like. What if your kid like came up to you and was like, "Mom, I want to, you know, go. I want to do all these crazy space adventures and, uh, you know, travel at the speed of sound." Old. And it's like, uh, 
no and then somehow you, she gets convinced <laughs> yep. in two minutes so yeah i don't know maybe this is a normal affair well my thought something that's really fascinating about these is even before disney bought it they're weirdly chased oh what do you mean just the whole universe is sexless basically yeah yeah and Disney is, is really bad about it in all of their movies in general. Yeah. But, I mean... It's I a match made in heaven, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, where it's a fact that it's like, oh, he didn't have a father. He was, you know, conceived, uh, immaculate conception that, like, or whatever. There's, there's no... There's very little romance. There's very little... Um, chemistry uh, any romantic chemistry between characters yeah even padme and and anakin it's always just like kind of weird right and that's maybe what put a lot of people off where they weren't used to this high romance thing i mean clearly star wars has always had like a love subplot but never was oh, yeah, never was is... never was like love the center counterpoint of the narrative right it was well i, I see that's the thing is at least in the first six movies, before the before the sequels, we're gonna get to the sequels eventually. Um, <laughs> Do we have the, the to? Most pow- <laughs> the most powerful force in this universe isn't the force; it's love. Every action in these in these films is predicated based on someone doing something for love. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and it, it's yeah. the, it's what brings Vader back at the end. It's what causes Vader to fall. It's what causes. Um, causes all of the problems in this is that he that is i mean that's why he slaughters the sand people and it shows that he's just a really dark guy as well is that he's so overcome with loss for his mother yes yep um i think i hate to sound like a pretentious prick here but i think it a lot (laughs) a lot of this and maybe george lucas what made it intentional was the duality of things right like light versus dark uh anger versus hate or anger versus love or or hate versus love um but absolutely you're right so you know a lot of these characters have choices and and they almost make it seem like they don't have a choice like he fell to the dark side like it wasn't his agency that caused that (laughs) but yeah i think this proves is that no in the end right at the the close of these two uh two sagas right uh the prequels Mm -hmm. and the original um love overcomes right And, and as corny as it is it's still a good message to have regardless of you know when the movies were made or you know necessarily mm-hmm. what the medium is or what the topic is it's like i would much prefer <laughs> you know good to overcome and for yeah you know for the light to win although i, I did really enjoy playing the dark side in, in a few of the, a few of the games <laughs> a little bit of a catharsis but those are never yeah, those are never the uh you know the canon, canon endings. endings for sure yeah I think one of those is Warwick Davis, right? The the uh, the Radiant, uh, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say that that walk is very Warwick Davis. Yeah, I'm glad these fit uh, into all of these movies. Mm-hmm. Kids are jerks, man. Oh yeah, that's t- <laughs> yeah, they really are. <laughs> doesn't matter what universe or what time it is his kids are just jerks except for anakin he's maybe too good but it's like i'm gonna well that's the whole point yeah i know i know
uh, I always thought that uh, practical hand picking up the lightsaber it was always very jarring. Yeah, very <laughs> jar jarring. <laughs> I appreciate that Ahmed Best has become a, a like he's he's leaned into it and yeah. he is now again. It's another thing of the prequels aging. It would not surprise me if we see Jake Lloyd some kind of return to this thing like in it's like in well i mean it's testament right that obi-wan's getting its own because you know i think a lot of a lot of it is the time has passed right and and people have who have grown up with it like us who are like really it's not that bad like i'll be honest when i first saw it i was like what and then i kind of liked it and then i i was a cool i was one of the cool edgy kids who hated it i hated everything but then as i grew up i got older and older i'm like wait a minute this this is a, i actually enjoyed the, my time with this as a kid you know um a lot of good memories and so i think that's that and then of course things like the other like the clone wars stuff and just everything from that era kind of melding together to kind of be this not you know it's a pretty good thing i mean dave filoni yeah you know, he's, he did wonders for this you know this time frame so serious yeah. yeah what i something i just like noticed again and by noticed again i mean it's constantly in the background i don't think anyone uses music and sound the way george lucas does in his films yes yep there it, he it is a masterpiece and there's bits in later movies where that would not work if he didn't have the music there to help you oh yeah to set the tone it's it's honestly uh, i think it's takeshi Mike. he's a, a japanese director who has said that that American films are inherently fascist because they tell you how, tell you how to feel? Um, and okay, I mean, George, maybe, yeah, I, maybe, yeah, I know, I know. Um, George Lucas uses music to set the mood. Like, there's that scene in, in Empire where they're fixing the Falcon and they uh, they're fixing the Falcon and Leo's standing there and she's like kind of apprehensive. Um, but it seems super romantic as the music swells and all that. If you take the music out of it, and I've seen a cut of it without the music, it's super creepy. Yeah, I mean, you know, talking about Empire, and maybe, yeah, this is where you're leaning to, too, is, is you know, just the, the carbonite scene. Yeah, the swelling. I think it's across the stars, right? Yeah. If you mm-hmm. were to just take that out of it, it would still be decent, like, but I don't know. It just wouldn't have the same impact for me. Like, and I the, love this, you. This I know, and then... Wow, and that whole ending, right? And and just you know mm-hmm. the music and and the and the you know the scenery and everything, and just you're just like wow, yeah, this this is dark. <laughs> There's and a reason why it's like sequence right here is, yeah. is the same kind of thing. Yeah, plotting, plotting, scheming. Another reason that he doesn't that he is the most menacing thing since Darth Vader doesn't say a goddamn word. No. Just like R2, man. Hey. Best characters keep their mouth shut. No, he, uh, yeah, I mean, he just exudes evil, right? And you're like, wow, well, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, we, we skipped right over the part, but uh, thoughts on midichlorians, Lucas? I'm going to put you on the spot I here. I don't, I, it's, <laughs> there are worse things. Yeah. And it, it, and it also, it adds in, this is the, it's not the High Republic, but it's the High Republic. So there is a scientific explanation for it because this is when science and this this is when learning and knowledge are still a huge part of um, the world 
uh, uh, yeah. the world here being the universe. Sure. And so we don't hear about it in the original trilogy because it's descended into fear and mysticism. Right. I mean, if you think of this almost, yeah, like either pre-Dark Ages or even even just the Renaissance or whatever, and you're like, yeah, they're 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 measuring things in the universe. They they kind of use their reasoning, right? Because everyone is mm-hmm. maybe uh, you know kind of you know uh, pr- you know looks at themselves. They're like, yeah, I'm 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 a thoughtful person, right, or whatever. And so, mm. um, and and you know, push them to shove. A couple hundred years go by, either people forgot all about it, or it turns out to be, oh, what you <laughs> what you found is kind of wrong. Uh, it wasn't the demons in your blood. It was. Uh, sepsis <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah the, this scene has always frustrated me because yes he could have um he's making a bet uh, to win um uh what's it called to win uh anakin in the in the the thing yeah in the race yep. and then later on they he says specifically no slave no pause worth two slaves okay we've established something there yeah he wins him in the race. He still has own, uh, still owns the pod. They sell the pod. Mm. Why do they not use that money to buy Shmi? Uh, yes, because there's two, two uh, funds of money, right, or, or buckets of money. There's the money they win from the race, and then there's the money they have to s- from selling the pod. Correct. Yeah, I don't know. It's, maybe it wasn't a lot. I don't know. And that, that's all. <laughs> I know. And there's that. If there had just been a scene of no, I'm not selling her. Yeah, I'm not. Selling I'm bitter. Her. Fine. Yeah. Done. Bitter. Yeah. Exactly. Kitster just disappears. Yes. I hope he's okay out there. <laughs> he probably got murdered with the rest of the women and the children. <laughs> yes, potentially collateral from something. And like that's that spaceman right there. That spaceman right there did not need to be there, but he's just such a weird little thing. Yep. And now he has a name and a backstory, and I, I couldn't for the life of me tell you what it is. But that, me but either. But that's okay. You get what you want from Star Wars. That's for sure. Greg Proops. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I always forget. This is such a perfect shot. Because you you get all the stuff in the background, you have other racers and competitors describe what's going on, right? Um, and, but you also see everyone lining up to get to their spots. Yes, it's just a yep. great little. It also, yeah, it gets you excited for what's what's to come, and then pretty soon you'll be introduced to Jab of the Hut. I was about to spoil it. Um, Actually, this is the extended. This goes on a little too long. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually like this. Okay. I like that they that they. I was about to ask because I know that this is this was the theatrical cut only showed like two or three of these people. Right. Yeah. The the whole Padre scene is a little bit uh, extended for sure, um, in this version. Um, but yeah, there's there's they they introduce Jabba soon and it's like yeah, just you just get a little bit of setup because he's been mentioned and you know everyone knows his name. Mm-hmm. Um getting ready for some good old-fashioned pod racing man who's the easter egg in the in the stands i forget who it is is it like weird al or something i would love that flag oh just i've thought just this the anakin years. flag yeah yeah it's very uh 
It's very iconic in a way. Mm-hmm. And we're about to come on my least favorite line in the entire series. Hold on, I want to be surprised. Well, it's a little bit. Uh, maybe it's a little bit later. But oh no, treachery! I want to murder a child. <laughs> Ugh. Nose flaps. Hey, <laughs> you're Bantha Poodoo, man. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Okay. Right here. Not that. <laughs> okay. Did you have that helmet? It's. I did. Here. Okay, Qui-Gon? <laughs> he is literally the only human who has ever pod raced, ever. He knows more about this than you do. <laughs> do not give him advice. Well, yes. And I think this is supposed to be their, like, Luke in a trench run sort of moment, right? Where it's like, don't rely on technology. Um, there was a very interesting video that explained maybe why he chose not to do it, right? Is used his instinct is because he realized that the technology was busted. Um, yeah. But I don't really get the sense of that here. Um, but you're right. I think he, he re in the end, he relies on his know-how of how to fix things, how to pilot, mm -hmm. you know, his, his knowledge of the landscape. He doesn't just, like, shut off his brain <laughs> and use his gut. No. <laughs> it, just, it drives me nuts because, again... He's, he's, he... It's like, bitch, please. It's funny, because that's not... Because we're going to find out something later. <laughs> um. <sighs> Lock foils in nest position. Man, Pod Racer was such a good video game. Yeah, it was. Did you ever play the, arc Did you ever play the arcade version? Uh, maybe it was at the, uh the movie theater or the bowling alley i forget which one yeah but yeah that, where that was, was the with with the the actual cockpit oh, yeah. and you had both yeah that was so cool yeah man uh but just on like n64 i tried to go back and play it and i'm like eh, this doesn't have the same feel to it and i want to say they may be remastering it or something which i might be okay they with did. they did i uh, well th there's at least a a a port uh -oh. for like um next gen stuff okay. i I don't know if there's a full remaster yet. Uh, there should be. But, yeah, I mean, like like Goldeneye, right? I mean, you go back and you're like, yeah, yeah this is, I can see why this was fun. I mean, you got to put yourself back in that time a bit. Um, but it might still hold up today. Like I said, I didn't really jump into it too much. It, it bothers me because, um, like, not certain things age well, and but we had so many characters, so many games come. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've had so many games that built off of it that make it seem stayed. Yeah. And... Getting off to a bad start, man. <laughs> Alter alternate uh, version of this film is uh, Anakin loses the pod race and then... Uh, Qui-Gon has to be Jar Jar's, or excuse me, not Jar Jar, uh, Watto's sleep. <laughs> roll, <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> Alternate version, they have to steal, they have to steal him now. <laughs> or just Anakin runs smack dab into a butte or whatever. 
Well, sh- but hey, <laughs> the rest of the series would have gone differently. That's true. Ara Singh. That was uh, the... Inf- you, did you read Infinities? Uh, they, they didn't make any for this era, but they made them for the first... Uh, the, the original series. I read a few of yeah. them. Yeah. Those were kind of cool. I wish they'd bring those back. I mean, it, the, that would be a... at the end of the day, it's like, this doesn't really matter. But then again, what does, right? Because Disney, right? right? But um, it was just cool. It's like, what happens if Luke dies? Or what happens if... If, uh, you know, Han learns to use the Force or something wacky, or Leia or whatever, mm-hmm. I forget exactly all of them. What if Darth Vader is all in white? Yep. Well, the, they've already set up on uh, with, with D+, what if, Marvel's sure. what if. yeah, that's true. So why not do Disney Infinity? Why not do Star Wars Infinities? Yeah. You could have a, a wildly... Yeah, they don't really have the uh, the multi multiverse stuff set up, which is fine, but I still think, yeah, you're right. I, why not just go to town, go crazy? can even just do the similar animation style that that's that's my most that's probably the most infuriating thing i have with with disney owning star wars right now is they have the single greatest pop cultural phenomenon ever yep and they're doing nothing with it they did yeah they they are they are there there's more shows coming out that's great and i do want more shows but there's there was that that beautiful time with, despite how I feel about most of the, uh, <laughs> most of the sequels, yep. um, where every every Christmas there was another Star Wars movie. That was great. I loved that. Yes, that was and that was fun and and I kind of enjoyed seeing it, uh, seeing them. I mean, you you go see a Star Wars movie. It may be terrible, but it's still an experience. And I, I mean, that's not enough for me to like them necessarily, but I got to see one of the newer ones with my, my brother-in-law who I don't see very often. And it was like, he had a good time. So I kind of had a good time. So you're right. I think the more they make some, do something with this property that, I mean, I'm not for them making more money for sure. Like I, that's not why mm-hmm. I would want them to do that, but I, to say obviously, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't see any downside for them because even if they completely bomb or just completely, you know, drop the ball, it still turns out okay for them, right? So there's really no downside. I would prefer them doing quality things, um, so maybe there needs to be a little bit of a stick and less of a carrot, but um, uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wish wish a lot of things, and I try not to stay up at night, you know, worrying about what if, but... And and I I know, I don't want to get you going about this, but I know the one thing right that really probably did it i'm, I'm not going to speak for you but the the whole kyle katarn thing right i mean uh, imagine imagine uh, like yeah. if that had been a, I, again i'm sorry for bringing it up but it's like i really <laughs> wish you know that was still around because instead we got like rogue one right and it's like uh not rogue one was it was good I, yeah i mean in 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 the grand scheme of things yes i i did like it but the whole time i'm just thinking Jen Jin Urso, that sounds so close to Jan Ors. Well, this is Jan Ors. And I'm yeah. like, why can't this just be Cal Katarn? When I, when <laughs> I when I saw that, I legitimately expected them to have a bearded dude named Kyle get shot. <laughs> I expected that to happen in the movie. <laughs> or just beardy 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 McFace or whatever. But I mean, they're doing a cast Castian Caspian Andor yeah. or whatever film, which yeah, I mean, or a show. show, yeah, um, yeah. So I guess they're still that, doing that, stuff, and that's good, I guess. But I would just love to see them do like 
the Dark Forces thing where they because they're 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 slowly building that back in like yeah. in Mando with with the Dark Troopers. Yep, yep. And they they have brought them up multiple times. I uh, I just wish they would like do something with that story of of the of the rogue who becomes a rebel who becomes a Jedi. Yeah. Slowly going through that. That sounds like a cool story and. That, well, I mean, it not sounds like a cool story. It is a cool story because we've seen it and we've played it multiple times. Right, and, and if you think um, about it, it's like, Disney, like, what do I need to do to pitch this to you? It's like, take Luke Skywalker, or take Han Solo, take Luke Skywalker, make them have a baby. <laughs> yeah, what, what if what if Han Solo became Luke Skywalker? Yeah. There's your story. Exactly. You, you, hijinks. Hijinks I mean, and, and, and tomfoolery, but most of all, high adventure and, and just fun. All around fun, right? <laughs> yes, and you want to talk about about going to the movies with thing. The literal last time I went to see a film was January twenty twenty, and I saw Rise of Skywalker. You um, know what? The last time I've been to the theater. Yeah, isn't that a poor way to? I I I won't spoil things, but it was yeah. It didn't leave a great taste to be like that was my final film of <laughs> the foreseeable future, right? Yeah, uh, and and I will say. The best part of that entire thing is that there was some kid's birthday party right in front of me. Right. And there were like six or seven kids having the time of their life. Yes. And that was absolutely the best part of that movie for me. Yeah. And despite how I may not have liked it, I was not going to take that from them. No, no. And, you know, Star Wars is for the kids first and foremost, so I'm, I'm still happy. Just like, you know, other mm. properties like Pokemon and other stuff. Like, I'm so happy in some way, right, that it's still it's still a popular thing and it's still something I, mm-hmm. I mean i just, nothing ever goes away so it's not like if they weren't still making star <clears> wars <throat> i couldn't share that with you know my own my own right. child but it's like it's good that they're making new things because you know be it from kids right they don't want to see old things they usually want to see new things but all i know in this household lucas we're going to do things the right way we're going to watch the original ones first <laughs> i'm oh no i'm we're i'm do- not married to, in- to to you know um chronology like i want yeah. experience it or she just might just be like dad i don't give a shit you know and that's fine too yeah whatever and i i i'm probably gonna do if if we ever have kids i'll probably do release order because that makes sense yep but i i don't know but i um had the uh had the six had the um the sequel movies not come out i probably would have stuck with the machete cut that's a really fascinating way to watch them Oh, is that um, just kind of melding, melding everything together? I, I'm not it go, super familiar with that. Oh, well, so it's um, no, it's not melding them all together. It's just you change the order of them. It's uh, oh, yeah. a new hope, a new, a new hope empire, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Return, uh, uh, of the Sith, then Return of the Jedi. Oh, like Phantom Menace is kind of like a, like a flashback it's, you or watch something. Watch that one third. Oh, okay. Yeah, the whole the prequels are all a flashback, and it preserves the three big twists. Mm-hmm. That that um. Anakin's Vader. Yeah. That uh, the Emperor is. Sorry. Yeah, I know. That the <laughs> that the Emperor is Palpatine, and that Yoda is Yoda. Right. Yeah. Those are those are very integral to the original films, and because otherwise it's like, dude, we know you're Yoda, right? If you if you watch them chronology mm-hmm. chronologically, you're just like, why is Yoda being so coy with Luke, like, <laughs> or with mm-hmm. us for that matter? It's just like, just let's get going. Um. I can see how that could work. It, it makes it, it, and it also emphasizes that the actual protect that the actual main character is Darth Vader. 
rights, right? Because of course, you know, the original series, you're you're you only kind of hear a Darth Vader, right, at first, and then you get introduced to him. Um, but as much as I love Luke and Mark Hamill does a great job, I just I've always found Luke to be a little bit of a forgettable character. And I know that's very blasphemy to say, but uh, it's a, definitely an ensemble cast, obviously throughout. Um, so obviously, if you know, you you have your good guys and you have your bad guys, and certainly that whole mm-hmm. arc of those movies is definitely Anakin, Darth Vader. Um, mm-hmm. There he is. There's Jabba. There's Bib Fortuna. Oh God! Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> You're all sticky. Hey, 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 guys! You know, at least two Jesuses between you. <laughs> well, they don't need to have at least two because this is space Jesus. Oh, that's true. Get, get a couple of Qui Gons between us. <laughs> I'll be honest. I had a bowl cut like him. Yo, the nineties were not kind to many of us. <laughs> Twas the style at the time. And right here, all they needed to do was he says, "I want the boy, I want that, you know, and I'll sell you the pod for the for the mother." No. Yeah. What? What the hell? That's all. That. What the hell, Qui Gon. Yeah, that's that's all they need to say right there, and then we're, it's it's done. True. Maybe maybe it's it's I could only negotiate so much, and maybe he was pushing his luck that with this threat here, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not making excuses for Qui Gon. He could have done better. Obviously. Yep. But that's <laughs> he not that's died. the whole point is that <laughs> that everyone in everyone in the series, they. They try as hard as they can, and they're they can't always. There's only one movie that focuses on how everyone's everyone's you know acceptance of failure, but we'll get to that one eventually. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole point is that they're all everyone in the ser- every every character in in Star Wars fails, and they and they don't react well to it. Right. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, when we get to the point where uh, Qui-Gon is dispatched, right, Ewan overcomes, and, and I don't know if it's necessarily him, you know, reaching within for his his anger or what have you, but clearly, you know, someone has failed, right? He couldn't protect his master. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think everyone's just doing their best, and that's really all that can really ask of most people <laughs> and mm-hmm. obviously it doesn't always turn out the way you hope I uh I'm taking you to hey. space catholic church <laughs> you're gonna be in a choir you're gonna we're gonna train you as a janissary <laughs> um that's the uh Hope you like a rat tail. Well, I don't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I um. He doesn't. He's, he doesn't seem that old to be that much older than the 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 kids, the younglings. Uh. You know. Yes. I don't know. It's always been kind of hairy for me in terms of, or or kind of foggy in terms of how do they just go and get the babies and then they have the babies. You think that would be almost a perfect age, to snatch them up because it's like he isn't. I don't know. How old is he supposed to be? Like twelve or something. Or 11. I thought he was 10. Uh, that's probably right. Um, yeah. I don't know. When you're 10 years old, you're just... I barely remember anything from when I was 10. Yeah, me too. Do you know what I remember from when I was 10? Star Wars. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> I was gonna be like, oh, was, is it me? And it's like, oh, okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I understand. And and by by default, you, yeah. But no, I. <clears throat> we uh, Lars and I were on a um on another podcast uh a couple of months back talking about Ghostbusters two, um, and we both brought up that the uh, the host of the other of the other podcast Rankin Vile asked us you know well what's our what's our familiarity with with Ghostbusters and it's well it's like Star Wars and Star Trek I don't remember there it ever not being there right uh, I think that's true it's it's a weird thing um, because I don't know if you had many of these growing up but like the movie books right where you know you have like a book and it like kind of page by page summarizes the movie novelizations no it was like a picture book right and it had like oh yes yeah. yeah so i had like all but i think i might have had all of the original series just in these like picture books and i almost want to say i remember those more than watching them as a kid which is weird and mm-hmm. so i kind of developed my own kind of narrative in a way or of how things went and of course in these books they also had scenes that weren't in the final or at least in the cut i had right because there's you know millions of yeah. cuts and i'm like wait a minute like did that happen or am i going crazy <laughs> because i was just like i watched the films i'm like what that, that's not there like the wampa the wampa scene isn't there <laughs> like the uh the the hd remaster of the like the complete hd kotor remaster which is that bodes well for stuff um right and we're we're now going to be killing crate dragons in hd hell yeah um no I... forcing the wookie to kill the tweeter <laughs> uh yeah seduce karth right that's that's goal number <laughs> yeah. one um no yeah i i actually installed kotor the other day and i was like i'm gonna play i mean i play them a lot right um and i had a really great time it's been a while. Spoilers. Never played it. Never played. Yeah. Well, I, I can see that. I mean, it, it was Xbox exclusive, right? So. Yeah, and I was a game. I was a GameCube person. I have it. On, I have it. I have it on my computer now, and I have like a, a working, an actual working computer. Right. So I can, I might be able to. Not might be able to. I would be able to play it, but I've got so much other stuff to do. That it kind of falls by the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely you know recommend it for sure i'm sure you know there isn't a person Mm -hmm. on the planet who's played it who wouldn't but um yeah it's it is a very slow bernie game i want to say the first kind of uh prologue always loved his prologue piece it's like kind of goes on for a while and you're like holy shit Mm -hmm. when is this (laughs) but it's good like i would never excuse me i would never uh hold that against it really the second one is a little (laughs) meh like it's still good but it's not as good oh shit what I want to know is why they they're running. Uh, maybe he had a premonition in the forest. I don't know. Yes. I also thought that Darth Maul's lightsaber is super sick, not double bladed, but if with like the super long handle. Yeah, I think those do exist. But yeah, you're right. And I'm everyone's of course collective minds exploded when it's like, oh shit, there are two sides to it. Also, another thing that would not have been in the in the trailers. Right, right. <clears throat> in a modern in a modern film, they would have hidden that, and they would have hidden that that the kid was Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, if they were smart about it, for sure. I mean, I do know a lot of tr- modern trailers also just like to give away the whole movie in in the mm-hmm. in the trailer. But that's I think the trailer house's fault versus the the film. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, you couldn't you couldn't make a better poster for a movie than the than Jake Lloyd walking oh, yeah. and there being the shadow of, of Vader. That's perfect, utterly perfect. It is. Yeah. So I understand why, but <laughs> yeah, everything between the merchandising and the promotions, like that was all spot on. Like, even mm-hmm. for what the movie was, like everyone obviously went to go see it. Um, uh huh. Obviously because of Star Wars, but also because, like, holy shit, space wizards. But yeah, like, there's there are certain things that, that's, that suck all the oxygen out of the room, and Star Wars is one of them. Yep. What accent is that? Like, New Jersey? Sounds New, South African. New Jersey? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say Rhode Island. I don't know. I've been like struggling to remember this dude's name. I think it's like something Bibble. Oh, uh, C-O- yeah, C-O- it is Bibble. Bibble or I don't. I'm f- yeah. such a loser. I kept want- I keep wanting to call him Sifidius, but uh, no, no, that's not him. No, no I hope not. <laughs> I think he would have better things to do. Y'all snatched me from my planet and forgot about me. <laughs> forgot that I forgot that I came from a desert planet, so anything below <laughs> below eighty is going to be freezing to me. Right. This is also before Natalie Portman is a great actress. This is also before she got really good at acting. Uh, I mean, Leon, the professional was before this, but that was a whole other kind yeah, of movie. Um, but you're right. Like mm-hmm. she didn't, she wasn't like black swan levels until many, many years later. Um, mm-hmm. I, I also think you have to have the right actor for a star Wars movie. Um, mm-hmm. cause you gotta be like this, this is really what, what you want me to say. And I think a lot of it too was like, I wouldn't say it was necessarily ad libbed, but it was definitely massaged <laughs> to be a little there's less a, edgy, a th- right. Or not edgy or have edges. Yeah. Right. I'd bevel that shit out. There's a there's a there's a, a an incredible line in in National Treasure of all things where he, he talks <laughs> about no no I know this is gonna sound dumb I got a point um, he's Nicholas Cage is talking about America and the Declaration and the the quest his family's been on and yada 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 and the love interest says something like people just don't talk like that anymore he says no but they feel it yep yeah and that's what that's what this the dialogue in this is stilted and wooden but it's the same but it's also perfectly clear right and it's perfectly understood so you don't necessarily need to hear the dialogue you kind of feel it yeah yeah that's also from yeah the physical acting that they do but yeah for sure like Mm -hmm. it's it's like any hero's journey right it's just like Mm -hmm. you know what the hero's got to do you know what you sh- and maybe this is the fascism right you know what you should be feeling <laughs> yeah um obviously some things aren't perfect but um and you know these are these aren't roman guards they've got two plumes on their hats yeah it's different man <laughs> it's to- these aren't roman senators they're just you know dudes with sweet haircuts <laughs> <laughs> As, you know, kind of forces it sometimes. I do kind of like how they, they incorporate some of the original designs into, you know, these designs, right? Like, those are, of course, the Imperial Guard influence or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then you also have like the rebel trooper dudes, you know, that you kind of just saw from Naboo. Um, maybe it doesn't make a lot of in-world sense, but it also maybe kind of does. But it's also could cool to see yeah. things that are familiar. Um, Background alien there didn't need to be an alien. Yeah. Just a little, just a little dude. This is our yep. driver. His name's Ted. He's got two <laughs> kids in college. He's gotta, he's gotta make some money. What's what's his action figure accessory? What's his? Oh, it's probably uh, the tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, and or a meter, uh, <laughs> the, a meter, and the uh, the Han Solo blaster. Because whenever they couldn't get a uh, couldn't come up with something else, they gave him a Han Solo blaster. Yes. Or yeah. Or a, was it D eleven or what? D L eleven or whatever. Yeah, the DL. Oh, DL forty four. Yeah. I can see why she has so many handmaidens. Like she's got so many different hairdos. Yeah. Imagine trying to do that all yourself. It's enough for me to just uh, comb my hair in the morning. <laughs> it's like she got tangled in some embroidery or something. <laughs> she walked through. <laughs> Grandma's tablecloth. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm making fun of a culture here. I didn't mean to. No, she she's got a doily on her head. It's, it's true. Very masterfully crafted, if if that. So. <clears throat> the first time you see Corscan, and yes, Corscans, I'm I'm doing it. Um, it's just I don't know. It's crazy. Like, you you know it's supposed to be a city planet, and it doesn't. Again, like a lot of things, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But that's okay. No, nope. because it's friggin' cool, man. And I'll fall back on that this... any day of the week. I don't give a shit if it doesn't make sense. Of... I mean, if it's so bad, it takes you out of it, and you're like, I, I can't get over this. Sure, I get it. Maybe that's a subjective thing, or I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's it's super makes sense that the center of the uh, of the galaxy would be just this big old massive metropolis, City, yeah. right? Space New York. Yeah. Good luck. Good I mean... luck riding the subway. <laughs> oh God! What does that subway look system look like? Uh, I mean, how... it's basically I don't I don't think it exists most likely. And that I, 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 one of my favorite lores of this of Corsicant is that basically if you go like twenty stories down, it's just like this lawless hellscape full of like abominations <laughs> because no mm -hmm. light can reach it. Um, so I just I wager if like if you don't own a car, you have to like duck between doorways and like causeways and just hope you don't get eaten by a um, you know, some sort of old god <laughs> or something. Yeah. And here's... And Maybe that's the, old the one with the I don't know. I get all their names mixed up. Sorry, go ahead. I, I love that one, uh, Yoda's episode one figure came with, it, came with that chair. That's great. Um, and two, I just... The puppet's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. But come on, Lucas. Shout out to my girl, Yaddle. Is she still in? I mean, if they got rid of if they got rid of Puppet Yoda, they would have had to get rid of Puppet Yaddle, right? Well, what's funny is in um have you have you played uh uh Jedi Fallen Order? I only like the first bit of it. I need to go back and do it. So oh, it's so good. Some of the ambient dialogue is fantastic cuz it, it does the um <clears throat> it makes jo it makes jokes about Star Wars canon, and the pilot of the uh, of the ship you're on, of the, of the Mantis, 
uh, he talks about this great green, you know, this short green Jedi Master who was a, a hero on his planet, and the Jedi who comes along with you is like, yeah, Master Yoda was a was a great hero. I was like, no, not Yoda, Yaddle. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 they did a bunch of stories with Yaddle, and I can't remember them, but... Um... And unfortunately, that's kind of I'm a broken record in that. It's like I can't remember. I've literally forgotten, you know, whole encyclopedias oh, you, of Star Wars. You forgot. Um, holy shit! Yeah. Does he have a different haircut there, or is it the shadow? Oh, okay. You look like he had a mullet. I think it's the shadow. He's excited. Yeah, he oh, really new haircut. Calling it. She's she's the bull. He's been here for. She's a... the bull mistress now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. She's. I'm. I'm all for that. Like, and that's why I was like, excited for the child, right, or or baby Yoda, or whatever you even call him. Yeah, it's like there's not much known about them, and so I, much to explore. And I'm so it, happy that's like the one thing they're like, we're not going to write volumes about this, or maybe it will be explained. Um, I I I do I am disappointed by by the name Grogu because I yeah. I do wish I'll still call him I Baby Yoda. Had, but, yeah. yeah, Baby Yoda or the child. I wish that he had gone with like you because he can he can think, and he said he chose his own name and he chose. Mom DeLorean's uh, original name, because because oh. he's not his father. Mandalorian Mando is definitely his mother. That's he is he is Mom DeLorean. Yeah, and that was the thing is I was, I was hoping like of course it's like it's a space western right, and that's yeah. I was like clearly this is like Clint Eastwood inspired. So I'm like man with no name, and I'm like the two things I was hoping for, and I knew they weren't gonna stick to it because of course not, because they need to sell the action figures right, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping, yeah, that you'd never see his face, and you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't have a name. And the same maybe for the child too. They just, you didn't, it didn't matter. You didn't really need names, right? He's just yeah. freaking Baby Yoda. He's unique. He doesn't need a name. Um, but I get it. He's like, you got other characters. It's like, what do I call you? You're like, I call you Mando. That works. But I don't know. He's got this whole, I guess, illustrious backstory that is important. But, um. But yeah, I still like, like I was talking about, I still like how there's certain things in the universe that are a mystery. I was hoping the Force mm-hmm. would stay that way. That's why I'm a little heartbroken about midichlorians. Midichlorians? <laughs> but midichlorians, whatever. I, I, I wish it had been, I wish it had been more of a, like, they're attracted to the Force. Right. So that's just a way of see. oh, they, they like the Force, so then, you know, their presence indicates you have it. Yeah. They are not the Force. Yeah. <laughs> They don't create the force. Which yeah, they... I have, and that, again, that's one thing I was never too pleased with. So I never really read into it. I was just like, okay, it's there, whatever, move on. Mm-hmm. I have a selective memory. It's okay. Uh, where's ET man? Look for ET. Or is that is that Attack of the Clones? Oh, there they are. No, they're right, right there. Yeah, right there. Freaking hobgoblins. The, uh, yeah, the children of the green planet. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> uh, can I just say like are, uh, maybe I just don't remember were all the other films like under two hours for the most part I, I don't remember it's been a while since I've watched any of the Star Wars movies um, in general so I couldn't tell you how long they are but this has been we're at the like the hour and a half mark, just about. No, I, and I'm not saying it's dragging. It's definitely, um, yeah. definitely flying by. But at the same time, I'm like, we're not even on Naboo yet, though. That that's a whole other part of the movie. <laughs> I guess it's the it's the climax. I don't know. Um, yeah. 
His ears don't jiggle. Was it? Fr- it was Frank Oz, though, wasn't it? it? Had to be. It. It's Frank Oz, but but his ears don't jiggle right. Yeah. And I know that sounds weird. That sounds weird. But the Yoda puppet, because it was such an old Yoda puppet, uh, such it was a, a cheap puppet, his ears jiggled in a particular way. Yeah. <clears throat> and they don't hear, and it doesn't look right. Yeah, they were almost like falling off in the, in the original movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. certain things like that. It's a very stiff mm-hmm. puppet. It's amazing how young Samuel L. Jackson looks. Yeah, in my mind, he's always just been, he's just had the same, you know, look. He's bald and timeless, you know. Yeah, even though he's almost 80. Yeah. Is he, he must have, like, almost the record of, like, number of movies, you know, he's been in. Like, he's been in so many films. Well, he also only started acting, like, super late. Right. Into, like, he was in his 40s, which is good for him, you know. Yeah, he's out there uh, selling insurance or something on the radio. It's pretty wild. Guy, guy's <laughs> got his toe dipped in everything. Yep. Hey, if I were him, I'd get paid too. <laughs> was it a surprise? <laughs> it was the hair. He ran on a platform that he's got great hair. So the the whole, you know, him being chancellor and the vote of no, whatever, um, he was going to send an independent, you know, um, investigation or whatever to the planet to, like, assess. And she's like, no, I want you to send troops or something. And it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Is that how that real work, world works, you know? I mean, I get it. Like, they're under occupation and it sucks. Yeah. Like the old man doesn't get his uh his Weedabix or whatever. But um <laughs> I don't know. it's the same thing she's doing the same thing that uh well I mean that could be <clears throat> she's doing the same thing that, that uh that Marina Sirtis did in, in the first couple seasons of, of Next Generation where she puts on a weird accent that slowly goes away yeah yeah it's not i mean say what you will about ewan mcgregor here right but at least he's mostly consistent with it i mean sometimes he's a little too uh alec guinness right but at the same time he's still his own thing but he's more or less consistent right but you're right like and and maybe it's because sometimes she's the queen and sometimes she's not but i don't know even when she is the queen Mm -hmm. it's like what what are you what what are you doing (laughs) speak normal or just, you know, pick one and stick with it. So, yeah, this is a bit longer than A New, a New Hope. So, I mean, it's not by mm-hmm. much, but I think, again, I think it comes down to editing and just the pacing. And yes. I'm not a film critic by any means, but um, certainly when you're, like, sitting here in the Jedi antechamber discussing how much uh, Anakin sucks... He's not going to be an, a, a Jedi. You're like, 
Uh, okay. You're telling us what you're going to be doing. You can't just show us that. <laughs> yeah. And well, I don't. I don't subscribe to the the show don't tell thing because there's a lot of times where you have to tell. Oh yeah. No. I. I mean, what I mean is is balance it right and not always yeah. tell. Uh, but at the same time, right? I mean, there is a lot of. It's it's a weird thing, right? People talk about how annoyingly boring this movie is, but at the same coin, they talk about how it's just schlocky action, and it's like, okay, pick one, pick your pick your poison. Yes. Um, and hey, if it were all actually schlock, I would I would love it even more, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I again, I just love the world, and uh, I'm I'm okay taking my time, but I can see why a lot of people were like, come on, come on. Let's go. See some, are you really are you really gonna do this? Yeah. See some gungans get blown up and, here. Oh my god. Um Oh shit. Earmuffs. <laughs> Earmuffs. <laughs> I'm I'm just laughing at Master, I don't I don't wanna be a problem. You won't be, and then he became the biggest problem in the galaxy. <laughs> It's true. You should have <clears throat> stayed home. And it, see, and it could be he's just talking about. I mean, there's there's a a a theory that says that organelles inside cells only exist because bacteria started hanging out with cells. Yeah. Okay. I mean. So, <clears throat> that that's kind of cool um but they even talk about midichlorians in in uh mando they yeah you're right they do and that's fine they, they use it as it, they his m count well there's only one thing that that can be so right and and that's the way you do it you just like briefly mention it if you need to or if you want to and then people mm-hmm. like me just don't notice it <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, a Torah, Torah, Torah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't do it. George Lucas did it. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to cut that out. I might. <laughs> <clears throat> you ever hear what uh, people call Rick Ollie here? What? Captain Obvious. <laughs> throughout the entire movie he's just <clears throat> calling out every single thing uh, that he sees yep. that we already kind of know proceeds to fight a yeah, war yeah I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say one thing i will like i do like about this movie is that every time they go to a planet it's not like you know title card planet and this is like okay that's what i didn't like about rogue one so much is like okay here's a planet there's a planet i'm like i I don't care (laughs) well see i i didn't mind it because it wasn't a main it wasn't a mainline for uh film in the franchise right if they want to do different things in the front like with them 
as long as they keep the the episode titles something different and something more consistent yeah that's fine right yeah, that was like one of the. Uh, there was a flashback in one of the uh, in one of the sequel movies, and that felt super alien and weird, because there'd never been one. Uh, well, there was. Wasn't there where he's having a dream? Yeah, but it's also it's set up in such a well, way you, as to. I mean, you don't see it; you just hear the voices in his head or whatever, and then he wakes up. Yeah. When he, yeah, Revenge and, of the Sith. I want to say. And it's also technically a flash forward. Um, oh yeah, that's true. You got me there. <clears throat> yes, I did. Um, that's obviously Kira Knightley. Everybody. I mean, Qui Gon has known yeah. since day one. I mean, let's let's face it. Yes. When there's trouble, don't make it double. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> to protect, they're try, Hey, they are trying to protect their world from devastation. To unite all peoples within their nation. <laughs> did I just imply that they are that they're Team Rocket? Yes, yes, I did. Lovable <clears throat> scamps. <sighs> Again, that is clearly Kira Knightley. Well, yeah, but we also haven't known we. It's clearly Karen Knightley, but we haven't dealt with Queen Amidala. Right. We we haven't dealt with it until this such this right here. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. I mean, you've seen them side by side here and there, but um. But we've assumed that the two are actually. Surprise! What? what? Turn down for what? What? I gave her a hug, a platonic hug, and now she turned this shit on me. <laughs> I always forget that uh, uh, Obi Wan has a rat tail. It's the bomb. Yep, because he's still. Yep. God, I I knew a guy in college with an actual rat tail, and it oh, was. Oh, dude, you, you, we all knew at least one dude with a rat tail. Come on. <laughs> with a rat tail. <laughs> And, and, and you have to fight you them all until you get to the boss who has both a rat tail and a mullet. He is the king of them all. He's like the rat king. <laughs> I was wondering how how that robot over there was kneeling, but then I realized it was R2 and he just was just being R2. <laughs> He's just like dipping a little bit. Just dabbing. Yep. Don't go on guns. <laughs> so is he a different kind of Gungan or just a fat Gungan? Uh, great questions. I, I missed the, the Gungan anatomy class that they held the other day. Um, Do you want to look on Wikipedia? Because I think Wikipedia said something about this. Uh, I don't... But... Yeah. It's, 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 I'm it's, not diving it's, in. Uh, it's... Um, the real estate, I don't know if it's there, Lucas. Um, boss Nass. And actually, you don't see a Gungan female. Did you notice that? That's Not true. that I want to think about There's that, but yeah. There's a few of them in um in the, uh, what's it called? 
uh, um, in Clone Wars. Uh, and they just, they look very similar. They're just a lot more wispy. Okay. Why would you bring back the leaders? Bring back a leader and maybe some of their underlings? Right. Maybe they they need them to hatch a plan. So, is it Captain Panaka? Who's the other dude? Captain... Uh, Tarp. Not Tarples. Um, from Attack of the Clones. It's with the eye, pa- eye patch. The eye patch dude. Um, I, I think Captain Panaka is kind of a... Talk about fascist. He's just like, I don't got time for any of you softy liberals. And, and then like in... In like Star Wars Galaxies, you find out in the future that he did turn into a stri- into a straight imperial, had a like worship the emperor kind of person. Oh yeah, he fits the bill for sure. But he also like, from what I understand, his actor was trying to negotiate more like more money than what, like, make more money. No one's saying that's that's not a problem. Uh, but understand that you're not a main character. So the uh, the Terrence Howard approach to negotiations. Well, that was another... Well, I've been reading about that. They didn't... Terrence Howard wanted to make more money, yes, but they also lowballed him so much oh, because yeah. they didn't want him in... They didn't want him in the, the franchise anymore. Yeah, and, and to be fair, Robert Downey was making a bajillion dollars, and they're like... He's like, can I just get a little... Can I get a raise or whatever? I, honestly, it, it... You know, I'm more and more on his side. Not that I need to be, but... Um, I hate when actors get done dirty. Yeah, I do too. I'm surprised that does that's that line hasn't gotten memed to hell and back yet. Yeah, I like the do it. This is a great shot. <laughs> yeah, it is. Again, there are phenomenal shots in these movies. There are incredible didgeridoo. A, it is yeah. So it's like I said, like I said earlier, like this landscape is, you think like, oh, pastoral green, like uh, Windows desktop, but I, <laughs> I like it. I think it's, it's just different. Like yeah. you don't see it a lot. You either see like desert again or friggin' jungle. What I would love, we're, I mean, hell, we're, we're maybe 10 years away from the, the actual time frame, but Special edition Star Wars comes out in 97, right? That sounds right, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, the original Star Wars came out in 77. So we're we're past 20 years. We're 20 years past these came out. Where is the prequel special edition where they remaster all the No, 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 where they remaster all of the um all of the CGI. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, maybe that type of thing died with, you know, um Disney purchasing it. I don't know. Um mm-hmm. I know you know, folks are obviously fighting for uh, for just the uh, orig- release of the uncut, you know, original series. You know, me being one yeah. of them. But at the same time, I don't know what that crew would do if they're like, "Oh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna re-release a prequel trilogy," and they're just like, "What?" Well, that that would be. I think it would be. I think they would do that, and people would watch them again and say, 
these aren't anywhere near as bad as I remember them being. Yeah, that's true. I almost want to say with the resurgence of you know Disney Plus, I'm sure more and more people are watching them. But you're right. I think they mm-hmm. could do with a little bit of tightening up. The Naboo Fighter, definitely one of my top Star Wars ships. The, it's so cool. Super sleek, super fun to play in Rogue Squadron. Yep. Makes some cool noise. I think all the spaceship noises are friggin' amazing. And because they're all like, like the tie, like the Tie Fighter blaster sounds. Yep. Are hey Wilhelm scream. <laughs> um, Got to have at least one per movie. I, to me, it's like. The Wilhelm scream is like trying is like trying to figure out who a voice actor is. It makes a movie feel more real to me. Yeah, it's almost missing. It, you, you feel like something's missing when it's not there. It's like that would have been a great opportunity just to throw an old Wilhelm. But like the the tie, I can't remember if it's the Tie Fighter blaster or the Tie Fighter engines. But it's just being struck. It's a piece of um, power cable being struck with a hammer. Yeah, I love I love old fashioned sound design. Shit's yep. crazy. Imagine I just I thought about this for a while. I mean, I, do, I definitely don't have an ear for that type of thing, but it'd be so cool to be just like in your day to day life and be like walking around. And it's like, oh, that shit, that that sounds great. Like and just like recording it, playing around with it. Um, I I, it, I would both love and hate to have a foley artist at a party I had. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god damn it, he's got his recording booth up again. Jesus Christ. Just go by your day. Go by your day. <laughs> just, just make that noise again, though. <clears throat> I, I always wanted this toy. I not, I didn't really pine over too many of the prequel toys. I did have a few of them, of course, but not nearly as many as I, I had of I d- you know, the Power of the Force. Of the original. Like the original Power yeah. of the Force. I, I just wanted that one because it did actually have racks of, of droids that, that opened up. Yeah, that is pretty cool. As a kid, your fantasy, which, you know good or not right is to have your own little army of dudes yep just march around your another toy- fantastic shot yeah. uh oh spaghettio <laughs> so shields that deflect blasters but you can kind of just walk right through them what is this dune <laughs> the quizach hadarak uh, i'm so worried about that movie uh, I am, and I'm not. I'm, I'm excited because I, you know, Denise, Denise um he's, he's, he's great, and so far he's done so good with the, you know. I guess this is a different sort of thing. This isn't a, a sequel, but it's a a remake. A remake yeah, it's different, different ball field. But I, I have a little bit of faith. Timothy Chalamet. Not so sure about him. I but. don't. I saw the the best thing I've ever seen about Chalamet was a couple of days ago was Timothy Chalamet stands in form of, stands in front of a row of doors with famous actors on them and gleefully heads for the one named Depp. <laughs> oh man, Duel the Fates! God, there's no music better. Yeah. It's it's like your best hype man. Dun, 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 dun. And this right here, we would they would not have we would not have seen this until the theater itself, right? G. Willikers. And then... Oh, no. 
Boom! Surely he's no match for the two of us. Well, flip. the idea of... What is it? You're instantly terrified of, of, of a guy with a double-weighted lightsaber because he either know, he either has no clue of what he's doing and is therefore a crazy person, or he absolutely knows what he's doing. Right. Or you can do some mad flips with that thing. Um, just helicoptered everywhere. I wanted to, you know what the one thing we never didn't see a lot of is is um, saber throws. Like I don't know, I yep. can't think of one. I I can see. I I remember it's in uh in Return of the Jedi. You know, you are unwise to lower your defenses. Ah, uh, yeah, that's more of a. Is that a saber throw? Uh, well, he throws it at him in that uh, fight. I don't know if it's that long. You're right. How could I forget? Yeah, he just kind of hucks it at the at the at the bridge thing and. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he knows kung fu. I I love that. I love utterly mundane uses for superpowers like that right there. He throws a brick at to open the door. <laughs> you just you know go over and press the button or whatever. <clears throat> Honestly, I hate when everyone's like, "Well, they wouldn't have any weights." Or I mean, this goes back to me like. It's space fantasy. Like, give it a break. Um, yep. Doesn't need to be explained. Uh, but I mean, there is some credence, and, and I think you do see it in in the expanded stuff where it's like, well, what if you just turn your lightsaber off mid fight? Like, if you're like locked swords, just turn it off, and just completely get hit by a surprise, which I think we have seen a few times. But mm-hmm. well, there's only so much time for them to. to... Or just press the button with the force. I think that people argue that one all the time. It's like whatever. No, it's stupid. I, I I can't remember who it was, but like in one of the books, reading about a lightsaber holding um like it's it's pressure sensitive all the way around. It's not a a, a toggle switch. Yeah. It's a. This is always bothering me because there's only like three or four Gungans fighting, and they've just copy pasted the same three or four. Yeah. The rest of them are just kind of standing in the back doing nothing. You notice that? Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe uh-huh. I'll get down to do something. It's like, I wonder why you're losing. Because your friggin' uh, slapstick dude is, uh, your Gumby dude is like the one dude doing any damage. I always thought this would be a really cool, um, when he flies into the thing, that should have been a course in Pod Racer. That's true. Yeah. That's a good trick. <laughs> I mean, he's he's do he's just doing what he always does. He is obeying the letter of the law, if not the spirit. And that's what any good uh, aspiring Jedi should should do. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> some of the prequels in in. In two words, Anakin, no, no, not that. Is he saying ascension or extension guns? Uh, ascension, because they're climbing, ascending for sure. Okay. Yes. Bye bye. <laughs> there was some crazy ass board game that does all three of these sequences at the same time 
and I remember it being like a hundred dollars when I was a kid. What? And for a board game, for yeah, it, it's this sequence and the and the lightsaber fight and the duel and, and the um the uh, what the hell it's called the the starship fight. Yeah. And so twenty years ago, it was a board game that was a hundred dollars. Wow. Which was insane yeah and now that's not too, that's not out of the realm of possibility and i've got i've got several board games that are that much right that's fine but even with inflation you're just like what's hundred dollars yep holy cow it still feels weird <coughs> to spend that much money on a board game it, it sure does um yeah i couldn't i could barely get myself to buy a game back in the day they were i mean obviously games are about the same price today but mm-hmm I do, I do legitimately want to know what the hell those doors do, though. I know it's some sort of reactor thingy. It's like, all right. Just... It's a reactor thingy that's right next yeah, to their, um, do this their space. You just gotta watch out. Their space garage. There's no warning or anything. Guardrails. <laughs> There's no reason to turn your lightsaber off. So we can think about how angry he is. It doesn't have a battery life. You're not... It's like turning a... Mm. Oh, no. Brave warriors, my ass. Gotta le well, Leroy to Jen there. Jenkins those tanks, man, with those boomers or whatever they're called. Here we go. The three stooges all in one. Retreat is a valid part of of a ballot of battle. It's not a not does not make them cowards. Well, that's true. So, does this movie have too much hijinks or just enough hijinks? I think just enough. Okay. Why is Captain Tarple such a good guy that he's always trying to save? I know, right? Jar Jar. <laughs> I always thought those tanks were super slick. Yeah. Yeah, I like the whole droid aesthetic for sure. Mm. Yep. Like, uh, just, you know, it's like a Russian nesting doll. Like, there's the Luger Hulk ship, and then they shoot out those transports. And then the transports shoot out, like, the little droid carriers, and then, then the droids come out. And it's just, like, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. I always wondered, how did you get... I mean, how did you get picked to write a Star Wars novel, and what part of canon did you get to describe, like... You got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write about yeah. X part of canon. Yeah, this totally should have been a pod racing level in <laughs> in, in pod racer. Oh my god! You found the one fatal flaw in these ships. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool, but they they yeah. Um, I know we were talking about CG for a while uh, back. Um, 
all I think of when I think of that is Ian McKellen like breaking down on the set of The Hobbit because all he's doing is talking say, to is... like a green green wall or a green yeah. pillow or whatever. Yeah, this isn't why I became an actor. Right. I get that. I get Which... that part of it, and I know Ian McGregor and other folks who do these who did these movies just came out and they're like, yeah, it was kind of it's kind of challenging <laughs> to not act with other actors sometimes yeah. and just know where your placement is and what the scenery is. Oh, no. They just ruined the universe. Who's going to get taken now, or untaken in that regard? (laughs) Going to get took? Darth Maul going to get took. I always never noticed those little dudes, little scavenger dudes. Oh, neither Little Wally dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Going to put it next to his sporks. As the main general of this army, you will be tried and executed for your crimes against humanity. He's in trouble. <laughs> crimes against droid droidanity. Yeah. The old switcheroo. I also appreciate that even her handmaiden is an incredibly good shot. Oh yeah. All of them, and they're all named like the same thing, like Cadre, Madre, whatever. I wonder if they're all like badass, super trained sisters or something. Probably. Corday. Yeah, there's one. Because that <clears throat> super loyal and capable. That door shutting has always bothered me because it's so much faster than. It's like some of the the doors in the original trilogy, obviously, but it just shuts shuts so quickly. Yeah, it's when you need to slam the door in someone's face, you know, with immediate style. I'd say this one and, uh, of course, the Mustafar fight and Revenge are, like, some of the best uh, lightsaber duels of all time. Like, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. It is weirdly quiet, though. For a, for a Star well, that, Wars movie, which obviously is intentional, but mm-hmm. what I've I've been thinking about this since watching Clone Wars. Why are they not constantly carrying like seven lightsabers at a time on themselves? Yeah, you'd think that like a the old General Grievous approach. Well, not even having, not even dual wielding. Just like I've got a bunch of lightsabers on me because I know that I'm going to lose one from time to time. Or just have it attached on a cord or something. I don't know. You're right. They kind of. Some of the main plots in, <laughs> involve them just like, oops, misplaced it again. And like all Star Wars thing, all good Star Wars things, the top part falls on the bottom part. Yes. See, that's that is one of the things that. So Those poor droids. without mention, like. I did, I will be I'll I'll admit it I didn't like Force Awakens because it felt like a bad remix of A New Hope. Yep. This there are events in this movie that that happen in A New right there. Again, he even mentions it's pod racing. It should be a pod racing level. Um, <laughs> fair point. Fair point. He he said George Lucas even said that he wanted those movies to kind of like the the sequels to kind of rhyme, to be another verse in a song. 
and it feels like that. Yeah. This feels more like a a verse and a song than a just a remix. Yeah, complete, almost the completely same thing, but just a little different. But, but yeah, I, I I see your point. Um, they have similar. Why did that fucker's head? A, yeah. Oh, uh, you? I yeah. Are they just like magnetically held together just that, or something? That one head. I don't know. Yeah. Back to the lightsaber thing. The fact that they have to build their own lightsabers implies that at the Jedi Council there is like a master lightsaber builder or armorer. Mm-hmm. And so, where's the story of the Jedi armorer? Uh, there probably is one. I know I keep saying that. Oh, he just mastered the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing a couple decades with robot legs. Oh, there's that. That could be fixed. <laughs> What? Oh, he just gets a little oh, cartoony hope. when he falls yes, down he the, the well. And the, the the splash of red mist when he gets cut in half. Blood in Star Wars. Blood from a lightsaber doesn't make sense. You're right. Although it was in A New Hope, right? When when, when Ponda Baba's arm gets cut off, yeah. He will bring balance by killing everyone else. Make sure we don't go back and buy his mother, though, <laughs> and free her. Can you loan me space cash? <laughs> don't touch my stuff. Spoilers, they couldn't. <laughs> they got away with it. Goddamn space Enron. Actually, Enron did not, so take that back. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they specifically the one, did the not. The one right. time. You, <laughs> pick, you, you picked the one company uh, that didn't get away with uh, it. Come on, it's 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 late, all right? <laughs> all right, Space Halliburton. There you, go. there you go. Space Wolf of Wall Street, I don't know. <laughs> uh. Was this legal? Absolutely not. <laughs> great hair hmm oh we got CG Yoda there which looks a lot better than the puppet switch yep yeah he kind of looks like you know like what he is a Muppet yep which which you don't want when (laughs) it is a Muppet it's like when you have fish. You don't want fish to taste like fish. You want it to taste good. So anytime someone's like, this fish is fishy, you're like, oops, made a mistake. So if you're like, that's a Muppet, he looks like a Muppet. Yeah. I mean, his arm moves correctly. It does move in that, that same way that the the, the Yoda puppet in the first movie did, in, in Empire does. Yeah. But it just doesn't, it doesn't look right. Yeah, it's what it's made of, but also just the sculpt is not good. Mm-hmm. Voices on point, obviously. That could Absolutely. nail that. Who are all these people? I mean, I, <laughs> people, I see people that knew him for like five minutes, but. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. I mean, there's got the 
the Boss Nass and the Obi-Wan. But not a master. <laughs> or on the council, I mean. <laughs> Are you a Jedi Knight? I'm a Jedi Master. What's that? <laughs> What's that? You won't find out. <laughs> that sounds an awful lot like an absolute there, Yoda. Starting to sound really sithy on me here. <laughs> <laughs> Party time. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is even supposed to rhyme the original version of uh, uh, what's it called? Return of the Jedi. The original cut of Return of the Jedi had that really happy Yub Nub song. Yes, that was one of my felt like a saddest victory. changes of, of you know, yeah. Um. See, I actually really, I, I don't I'm of two two minds of that change because the original is a great like you know celebratory thing but the original but the the change is somber and it's it's a the story's finished yeah like you're at the you're at the end of a long journey and it's a, mm -hmm. it's both it's kind of bittersweet right it's it's over right had a good time though mm-hmm <sighs> Orb. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever explain what this orb is? Dude, it's the orb. It's the one and only orb. No, I have no idea. Oh. If I recall, it was like in one of the side stories, it was meant to be like the, uh, it was like a Gungan relic the, the Naboo had taken years before. Oh, yeah, the old, uh, you know, rob the Egyptians of their relics and... <laughs> The old uh, and give the them back to him. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh, well, there we go. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Um, what well, we will be releasing another one of these in a couple of months, in a month or two, hopefully. Starting uh, next up will be, of course, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, and I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm honestly looking forward to it. You know, other than other seen, than this, you know, flip side, right? Is is Attack of the Clones was the only Star Wars I had on DVD, so that got a lot of play. Um, Really? So, yeah, it's it's a weird thing with me, but no, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me, Lucas. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for coming yeah. on. I am excited to do more of these. As always, you can find us at Sword in Boardcast. Our music is produced by the incredible Ryan Boyd. You can find them at Ryandroid on Twitter. Uh, Matt, you have anything you want to plug before we head? Oh, out? absolutely nothing. I I am unpluggable, my friend. But thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. And everyone, I hope you guys have a good night. Good night and good luck.